Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. Hi, uh, welcome to uh, What Is Music, uh, a music podcast about music. Um, uh, and DVDs. And DVDs. Uh, the visual, mu- music can be visual, can it? I don't know. Right. Can if you've got synth synesthesia. Yeah, if you've got yeah, synth yeah, then... <laughs> Then you, it's visual. Um, you join us for another little commentary episode of a live performance of the band Muse at uh, the. Who? What we're we doing? Well, we're, it's not actually just the the one live performance, is it? We're well, doing like the, the whole it's, DVD. It's, 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 it's that's why the DVD isn't actually called like Live at Glastonbury. It's the Absolution Tour DVD. Well, that's what we're doing then. Absolution we're doing. Tour. We're not going to do, do it all because it's. Uh, they, I mean, they give you a good amount of content. But I on want that it all. DVD. We're not. I want the truth. I want it mm. now. Oh wait, we're too early for that. Um, <laughs> that's the next album. Uh, nope, two albums away. Christ. <laughs> good. Um, I'm glad you're steering this. We're podcast. we're gonna do. So what I've queued up for those who've got the DVD at home. Oh, I'm Adam. I'm Lucas. Um, I guess I'm Steve. Yeah, you can be. Steve. We're the hosts. Of the podcast. So the bulk of this DVD is made up by their headlining performance at Glastonbury 2004, which was a big moment for Muse. Mm. I say the bulk of the DVD. It's actually only an hour and five minutes. Well. Because they cut loads. Did they cut loads? Or did they just not have a full sort of set? Did they not? Well. It's a Sunday. The, the Glastonbury Sunday is, is, is like packed. So Muse would have been given about an hour and a half because they're not like legend status well well also they cut a load but because and i quite like what they've done which is some songs they'll just go well you're not going to get that at glastonbury we're going to do that from earl's court or whatever okay okay because it's more it's more the whole thing the whole tour yeah so so there we go so we're going to watch glasto we're going to watch the little short bit of them playing in the states because it'd be cool to see the fact that they go from glastonbury to playing a pub yep (laughs) 
and then and then we end it with the Earl's Court bit because that is the end of the Absolution era. Guys. And so that is a nice little bit of hands together, yeah. David Brent. Have and you if seen you pe- have the the DVD, what you know, watch along uh, with us. That's that is everything that is on the DVD that isn't hidden because there is also Jesus endlessly live from Wembley and the Fury live from when maybe maybe not Wembley Stadium a week arena so this is now Life as confusing as the hullabaloo and they release. and though and but th- but those are hidden on the DVD you have to go onto the menu it's not Adam and then go like right 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 and it highlights the like s on the word absolution and then you press the button and it loads these like hidden tracks oh cool we're, we're not we're not gonna watch those so don't worry about it because we couldn't find them <laughs> yeah they were too well hidden but yeah. also if you don't have the dvd we're also just going to be talking a load of old shite uh, as usual so you don't have to watch long this episode will work without you watching and if you're along. a true fan mm. you don't need to watch along because you know you've got it all up here <laughs> Lucas is pointing to his crotch when he said that. You've got it all. You've memorised it. You can picture the whole show. So are we going to start with the Glaystonebury? Yeah. Steve. Yeah? Before we hit play, yeah. what do you reckon they open with, mate? Ah, uh, they'll... Uh, apocalypse, please. Okay. With the stomps. Cool. That's a good shout. Adam, I, I would also Adam... say that they open with Apocalypse, please. Okay. Yes. Spoilers, when I saw them on this tour, they opened with Apocalypse Planes. I mean, yeah, lots of bands do open with the opener of the album that they're touring. And obviously for you two, if that happened, you'd go... Well, you two have so many uh, hits that it's difficult for them to just open with the opener of their latest album because people are expecting you know, a slightly bigger opening than that when they go and see you two. Yeah, it'd be really strange if you two opened with Apocalypse Please by Muse as well. That would be odd. But, you know, we're not here to judge. We're here to press play in... No, Steve, sorry. Oh, what? We actually are here to judge. That's the point of the podcast, <laughs> is that we judge I... the music that we're listening to. I've just been making sure that everyone likes me. Okay. Have well, you? you that, mission have failed. You not worked. <laughs> mission failed on the Absolution episode, mate. Oh, and the others. <laughs> right. If you say bad things, people don't like you. I have paired today's... Um... I, I know this because last year, that was me. <laughs> I have what, paired what's going today's on? DVD commentary with mm-hmm. a Tempranillo, uh, mm. eight years aged, from 2010. Oak-matured red wine. Lovely. Mm. I've paired mine with a, um, a Pepsi Max. Okay. Maximum taste, oh. no sugar. Oh. Uh, the year, um, probably 2021. My, uh, I've paired the DVD with a Monster Energy drink because so I've I also am got a sixteen. I've got a Monster Energy drink. This is my first experience with Monster um, because they didn't have my preferred brand, which is Red Bull. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, 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 I got the zero sugar one. It tastes like sherbet. I'm enjoying the taurine, the ginseng, the mm. B vitamins, and the L carnitine. That sounds nutritious. Should we I haven't got, I haven't yeah, got yeah, more yeah, stuff yeah. on the energy drink thing, but should we start the DVD first? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Live at Glastonbury. Okay, are we ready? Are you, are you both are you both just paused and ready to play? Yeah. Oh, I'm so ready. Yeah. Right. Three, In. two, one, play. Play. Oh, oh it's, it's a live my show. spiritual that's, home. That's Glastonbury. Oh. That's a man in a white lab coat. 
He's giving the horns. He's like a mad doctor. He's like a scientist man. You don't often see the band giving the horns. That's a bit lame. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. Just maybe not the sort of bands you listen to. Oh, there it is. Bad opener. Great opener. Bad opener. Straight in. Also, look how casually he steps up here whilst playing this ridiculous riff. So casually, he's like, oh, Gary. Oh, it's because he's miming. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? First time the headline glassery, and they're like, should we mime? All mimed. <laughs> also, look at the stage show. It's just a curtain. Yeah. I like that. It's got uh, the silhouette. Yeah. Pathetic. No, that's Pathetic. cool. Well, they don't... You can't take your, like, your whole show to... Um, to Glastonbury, unless you're sort of uh, like Kanye, Coldplay, or you, well, Kanye's whole show at that point, or if was you're, just or if you're Muse, the other two times they've headlined where they have brought a whole show with them. Is it the whole touring show though? Like, no, but it's like, well, they have like a festival show. I don't think they, they think they rarely bring the tour to festivals. They have like a different setup that they use for festivals. Yeah. Oh, they opened with Hysteria, by the way. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, we need song, to start, really good song. When I've listened back to some of our episodes, we just go, oh right. And then we just talk about something else. We Steve, haven't actually said why what song it is. Why do you back to these episodes? These are bollocks. Because I need to make sure I haven't said anything extremely awful. Oh, okay. I usually so I can edit sleep that at out. night. <laughs> I listen to them because I want to make sure Hannah listens to them. And if I'm not there with her, she won't. <laughs> right. Oh so you make, you make, I her, make listen. her listen. Yeah, I make her listen. Oh. Does yeah. she want to? Mm, doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. It's part of the arrangement. 2004. So they uh, do you actually think it's a bad opener? Because this is a fucking great opener. It's like I just, I just think like kick off with a bang because it's at this point one of my favourite Muse songs. I'd just be like, okay, well, I've seen that now. It's like when I went to see um, Manix for the first time and they played a Design for Life second, and he was like, oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> don't have that to look forward. Didn't they to play anymore. it again? This later. is a festival. This is a festival crowd that they have to win over. Don't open with Apocalypse, please. Open with your single, your big single. Yeah, that is true. Dom is, true. is um, Dom's playing in Converse, which I found hard to drum in because they're high-topped and you can't bend your ankle enough. But, you know, he's better than me, so, you know. He's better than you. Fuck that. <laughs> Ignore that. So this is the um, new pyramid as Matt's well. This is the one after uh, the oh. other one, I think, burnt down. There's a whole raft of Glastonbury performances wanker. where the pyramid stage isn't a pyramid. It's really? just like a normal stage. Oh, wow. Why? Why? Because it burnt down. Because he just said it burnt down. No, I wasn't listening. I was watching me. Oh, okay, cool. Nah, don't do not do that. Did you say they were, what, were they were rebuilding the pyramid or something? Just go back and listen to the episode once it's edited and you'll find out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Matt Wait, is... leave a gap here. We'll edit in my reaction to those words. Okay. Okay, there you okay, go. Okay, sure. Um, Matt is dressed as the Saturday Night Fever uh, yep. in suit, right? Well, he's dressed as the suit. Yeah. No, I think it's... he's not wearing the suit. He's, he's dressed, dressed as, as, as the suit. suit. He's dressed as the suit. <laughs> <laughs> he's come as. <laughs> so at Halloween, I'm gonna think... at Halloween, I... I'm gonna come as the RoboCop costume. I don't think the Saturday <laughs> yeah, exactly. Night Fever guy has wears a wears a lab coat. Yeah, that's true. No, he, he doesn't. A also, I don't moves. think Matt's wearing white trousers, is he? Why not? No. Yeah, okay, yeah, good opener. His trousers actually shit. You've got, difficult to match that energy for the second song, off. though. 
Let's talk about Matthew's microphone stand. This microphone stand was the only microphone stand I ever wanted when I first saw this show. It looks very cool. It's like a uh, flexible... You're going to be annoyed if you're talking about them front-loading front loading the gig. Well, they're about to front-load it even more. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. You well, thought. you know, speaking of Kanye, this is what Kanye did. Just came out and uh, all the hits up front. Those are some lovely lights on uh, Matt's piano. It looks like he's the uh, a disco at someone's birthday. Dalek. It does, yeah. <laughs> is he one of these DJs that talks over every song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a newborn from me there. And it, yeah. just want to shout out to Daryl. Oh, it is newborn. Uh, why did you want the mic? Means, not this the mic stand, presumably, the one over the piano, because that looks like a pretty standard well, both. mic stand. Like, What's this special t- about them? Well, 2004, they didn't use, not a lot of people used those like arm spring loaded things like we're using for the podcast. Yeah. Oh. They I'm have not. like a straight pole or a pole that is like two feet away from them if they have a guitar and then it comes inward. Oh. Do you come inward? Which I think is, is uh I think I think it's interesting. It's it's actually maybe a bit of showmanship because mic stands usually get in the way of a guitarist of you being able to see like a guitarist if they're the lead singer. Um so it's obviously maybe just to show off what his hands are doing a little bit more. Oh. Yeah. Oh he's moving. Well he's gone from yeah, the piano. Mi- and then he got to milk it for a minute. Got to milk it. Keep uh, milking it. He's milking his guitar. Known as the DeLorean. Why? Because it's silver. Because <laughs> it's because it's but it's that sort of brushed silver, mm. like a DeLorean. And it's a good. I like it. So this gig. So Adam, we've got the. De- so well, not a debate, but yes, you have so, a very curious notion of what a debate is. Yeah. So. You're, so you say this? They were they were a replacement essentially for this headline slot, but not in the sort of, not in the sense that it's not a Gorillaz U two two thousand and ten. No, they situation. didn't announce anybody, and then they were, uh, and then they, the, then that person pulled out and Muse replaced them. But what Glastonbury typically do is they're always chasing a huge headliner, and then they have a sub headliner that they could shove up if they if something falls through or they don't get. Uh, the headliner they were wanting. So a good example of that is um, Mumford and Sons headlining the Sunday night uh, as because the the negotiations with Fleetwood Mac fell through. That's just sort of like you can imagine Mumford and Sons being the band before Fleetwood Mac. I, I can't was, imagine Mumford and Sons headlining the, um, the biggest festival in the country. Well, exactly, the they they, the they world, shouldn't though. have that done seems... because Fleetwood Mac should have been there, but. They fell through. When you through. say negotiations, was the negotiations, can we have a million pounds? And they said no. And they went, yeah, nope, pretty much. I'm out. Glastonbury have a very yeah, uh, okay. a low pay scale for headliners. I think it's a flat fee of 100,000, or it used to be anyway. Which um, is really surprising that, that, that a festival of such ilk is so stingy. Well, they don't make a profit. It's a charity uh, festival. All of their profits go to Greenpeace, Oxfam and WaterAid. And I guess they know they're going to sell out everything and everything, no matter who headlines. So yeah, why exactly. spend an extra nine hundred thousand? Yeah, it, it sells out without um, without anybody being announced at all. Um, so I, but, I so, believe so that to this sort of go back to what we're saying. Yeah, so, Sunday would have been well. Also, Sunday, just for another little bit of context, is the day that the locals have their free tickets. So you get 
a, a higher capacity of people, but people who tend to oh, listen to him fucking. Yeah, that solo is cool. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the um, the, the Don, Sunday Don's tends really to be smiley people drummer, who isn't are he? there. He's a very smiley drummer, and will hang out at the pyramid stage to see all the big acts. So they put a crowd pleaser on on the Sunday yeah. usually. Um, so it would have been Prince, I, I, right. I believe. Um, they were trying to get Prince for years. Oh, it was and the years. year I went. Who was it? The year I went, Stevie, Stevie Wonder. When did you go? Twenty ten. Twenty ten. Yeah, yeah, it would have been Stevie Wonder. So that would have been. Stevie Wonder. Gorillas. I didn't watch him. Um, Muse. Who, yeah, Muse, and then and then Stevie. Yeah. I didn't watch Stevie Wonder. I didn't watch anyone on that Sunday night. Actually, we went to the like the party areas. Like we went and like yeah. southeast corner. Shangri La. Yeah, like Shangri La and mm. all that. Yeah. Um, I was so happy when Gorillas got subbed in to replace U two because really? I was bang into. I was bang into like Plastic Beach had come out, and I was one of the people who like really liked Plastic Beach, yeah, which wasn't the consensus, let's say. Oh, no, it is. And uh, when they were announced, a lot and of I was like, well, okay, Beach. what people didn't like was when they played Glastonbury, they played all of Plastic Beach and even yes. the weirder ones, and got like a pan pipe band on for 10 minutes, amazing, and shit like that. Yeah, P- people were not fond of that Gorillas headline set. They got everyone though, they got fucking everyone yeah i mean i mean yeah i i i you know i wasn't there but having watched it i just love the idea that um they got like lou reed on the pyramid stage and they got marky smith from the fall of the pyramid stage who was holding the lyric sheet and still got it all wrong yeah yeah Uh, so, but so with this one it was it was prince but then there was also the so they, they they sort of had that to prove that they were kind of Worthy. Maybe not quite headlining Glastonbury level, especially on the, the Legends night. Yeah. But also this year was famously one of the boggiest, muddiest, wettest this yeah. one, swamps, like the, swamps that Glastonbury has ever had. It's the third wettest year, I think. It's this not one the, that we're so, watching now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's also the thing of a lot of people had gone home or wanted to go home. And so it's like, look, if you're going to, you need to send people home happy sort of things so they kind of it was they had quite a lot to prove i think they could they have, done have that changed anything not playing. Uh, what <laughs> i think i would have been it. sent home happy if they hadn't played that's very good well, i think a lot of people would have well, i mean this gig was very well received yes uh, i think i, know. No, I like i like they, this gig it's, you know they did they did what they set out to do and everyone was very impressed and it was very like oh my god muse they're what? a head they're, they're a festival headliner can i ask a question yeah yeah, is this the gig of the shuffle? This is the yeah, gig of the shuffle. Oh, <laughs> I've yeah. seen the gif, and this is Sing for Absolution on a guitar, which is a shame, isn't it? Yeah, he has a piano oh. right there. Yeah, that I is... seem to remember you. Yeah. I mean, you don't like you. Don't, neither you rated this song either way, so I'm sure you probably don't even really care either way. Um, oh, it's very true. Well, I'm not first. No. <laughs> I mean, it, it gives us a chance to completely talk about something else. Yeah, look, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like fascinated by Glastonbury booking things, and one of the most interesting by far is Metallica, which I bang on about all the so time. So weird. A Metallica headline on Glastonbury seems so wrong. Well, they were supposed to be again. It was a print. A year they thought they were going to get Prince, and so when Prince would have been on the pyramid stage, Metallica would have been on the other stage. Which also feels which is a wrong, bit of counter, a bit of counter programming there, as it's known. Yeah, that's true. 
Right. Well, it feels wrong that Metallica headline anything, but that's the thing. It seems wrong yeah. for them to headline the Pyramid stage because they don't seem like the right sort of band. But also, Metallica headlining anything other than the main stage also seems wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Them headlining Basically, anything don't, but download. Don't, don't yeah, don't book Metallica <laughs> to play Glastonbury. Full stop. I think would probably be no, the, appa- the advice. Apparently, they were really good. Did I see them uh, at Glastonbury I mean, or Reading? I've, I saw them. At, we saw them at Reading. You Steve. weren't okay. there. You weren't. At we saw them at Reading in, in O. No, I think we saw them at Reading in O. Eight, I think. The Glastonbury thing led to the very odd um, thing where they had to bump up a series of artists. So Jake Bug was supposed to be headlining the John Peel and ended up headlining the other instead of Metallica when Metallica were bumped up Mental. to fill the Prince void, which led that to is really insane. weird. He had a song. I know, I know, I know. But uh, the, the the like. You can see where the bookers' heads were when they had Metallica because it would have been Manic Street Preachers, then Pixies, then Metallica. Now, that's a cool yeah. evening at the other stage. But instead, it went Manic Street Preachers, you know, Journeyman, that makes feel bad for the Manics, Elder they're Statesman They're now three of from the bottom, three from the top on the second stage. Um, and then Poor it was guys. Pixies, you know, absolute legends. And then it was Jake Buck. Imagine. Um, I'm just looking, Steve. It was 08 we saw Metallica at Reading, and uh, that was the year that Rage Against the Machine played. And now I'm looking, I love looking at previous uh, like lineups of a festival I went to and being like, what would I have done differently? Yeah. Mm. yeah so I saw, I Everything. saw Block Party, I saw Block Party, then The Killers. Um, uh, I remember both were shit. Oh. And. And I would see Manic Street Preachers now. Yeah. Because they headlined the the NME stage. Oh, yeah, but that's I, the uh, Send Away the Tigers uh, era. But I, I saw, and this was, we talked about this in the pod already, that I block the killers were shit, partially down so that it was really windy and so it sounded shit. But also, Block Party was shit. And I saw them, instead of seeing Justice, because Block Party was so good in 07, that I was like, nah, they're fucking great live though. It was really good. And then oh, I saw the 08. Mate. Instead of Justice, saw Block Party, they were shit. And I missed Justice, and then the f- Killers followed up, who were equally shit. That is, I really that is enjoyed the Killers, era. the yeah. last Glastonbury I went to. Oh yeah, because it was just a big fun time, oh, and I go. saw the lovely Joe Wiley. Mm. Right, and then before Rage Against the Machine was Queens of Stone Age, who I remember were fine, but they didn't know when to get off the stage. <laughs> like they're at, the they end of the like set, a, they did like no, they did like a quarter of an hour long like outro. I remember. Yeah, they were like a jam. I am bored of you now. Get Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, Queens of Stone Age. Oh, right. Oh, the chilies just do like a long jam. Yeah, someone said jam, and I assumed you were talking about Red Hot Chili Peppers. Do you like chili jam? Never had it. I don't, I don't think I've ever had it. Oh, this is okay on. live, Pipes. this song. Pipes. Well, that's because it's getting to the, the really thing. good bit. And this is the thing with Muse, as we said from episode one, is no matter what you think of certain tracks on the record, they're very good live. Because they're very good live. Here they're very good live, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily Fuck the off. case anymore. Fuck off. But he just said they're very good live here. Yeah, but that means he's going to not say they're good live later. Moon, he said that for ages. Wrong. Wrong. Shouldn't well, be they new don't to have, you. Um, you know, they're not relying on, uh, on a show here. They, they're, they're not kind of falling back into... Um, well, there's lights. Yeah, it's different. Some, some of the habits I, I don't uh, appreciate in the later sort oh, of Oh, there you go, Steve. They're their most popular song, mate. Bit of must moo. Steve, this is their oh, most yeah. popular song, isn't Hadn't it? Hadn't lost yeah, a pedal you thought was point, like their then. biggest hit or whatever it was that you because you've got because you just didn't really. Yeah, I just assumed this is one of their biggest ones. <laughs> yeah. 
If you saw this at Glastonbury now, it'd be like, what the fuck? They're playing Muscle that, Museum. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit out of the blue? Closer. Closer yeah. Muscle Museum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is off Showbiz? This is off sh- 1999's Showbiz. Yeah. Mm. So we've had no. something off of all three albums so far. Uh, oh, yeah. Opening a just a little drink. Opening a little. I had to do a little check. Oh, drop the lid. <laughs> it was three albums we've had so far. Yeah, Hullabaloo yep. sort of uh, confuses that. Oh, Luke's doing a little Ooh. thing. What's he doing here? It's weird. I like Ooh, and it. And also the fact that we're spoiler alert for the listeners. It just sounds like this, he can't play behind, guitar. <laughs> behind, the, behind the wizards, behind the wizards' sleeve for the listeners. But also, you're thinking about how many episodes we've done because we're like primed and ready to go to record the Black Holes and Revelations oh, episode as well. Spoilers. Oh, yeah, like straight can't tell them what's this. coming yeah, next. Yeah. So I kind of feel like we've, we're done with Absolution now. I'm in, like, Black Holes mode. So if Black Holes and Revelations has a weird vibe, it's because we did this first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've slowed down. I don't like that. Yeah, I love that. I wish I was... I'd love to have been at this gig. I just want to be at a festival, like so I've been bad. To, I've been to, I've been to a lot slash most of their sort of quote unquote important gigs, gigs of note. Yeah, but not this, and not Earl's Court, and both of those pissed me right off that I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, God, imagine oh, yeah, trying so, to get um, Glastonbury tickets for next year. Sorry? Impossible. Imagine trying to get Glastonbury tickets for next year now. Well, they've they've just rolled over from last yeah. I know, yeah, so you've got a ticket, so piss off. No, I haven't. No, Steve doesn't. You've got one for Adam, haven't you? No. Not necessarily. I mean, maybe. I thought... Oh, I thought... But, I, you know, it's been... I mean, like, trying to get in the festival in, in four years, and I think, you know, my girlfriend's probably going to want to go. Yeah. So I should probably... I've got a festival ticket Give this my year. spare ticket to my girlfriend rather than Steve. Because <laughs> I don't think she'd take it uh, very well if I gave it to Steve. Ah. That part. I've got a festival ticket. I'm going to Victorious Festival in Portsmouth. No, you are That's not going to happen. Mm, I don't know. August Bank Holiday weekend. We'll see. I'm we'll going see. to uh, All Points it's East. Outdoors. Uh, it's outdoors. Oh, just just yeah. for one of the days. Is that the one with Foles? Yeah, I mean, the not day I'm going one. to Victoria. Uh, it, is, it is the festival, but I'm not going to that day. Okay. I actually the don't day know I'm going to Victorious, the there is like no one. To. There's no one playing who I give a shit about. <laughs> No, oh, the streets. It's, not like my, it's, it's my it's my work it's my work summer do. So they bought everyone tickets. Oh, and stuff, fair. So I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm going. I'm obviously gonna go, but I'm not. I'm not fussed about literally anyone. Are the streets playing just, on the day you're, you're going? The street, yeah, the streets are playing. But I've seen them. Like, yeah, they'll be. I'll see them. Who? I would not. I've seen care. them twice, and both times I was like, yeah, they're alright. I would not care that there's bands that I wouldn't really want to see because I just want to see any bands right now. Yeah, yeah, and I'd it's going to be so fun happy just, just because be it's going to be to do something at all. Yeah. Brighton is absolute bedlam. Like, this is the weekend. This is the first full weekend that it's been all sort of, you know, you can drink outside with yeah. six I people. Bet, it's so busy. The, yeah, I, was, I, I was reading a thing on Twitter yesterday. There was a group of guys who were just carrying their own picnic table around with them. <laughs> so that they could put it outside of pubs. Well, so I, so I, I essentially did that yesterday. So uh, I went to a local pub with my friends yesterday and it's owned by a friend my friend uh, yeah you're a real mover my, my, and shaker my, aren't you my friend's cut co- it's, it's owned <laughs> by pete's cousin so like you know like a friend of a friend situation but but we we bought they've got their beer gardens not that not massive but they've got they have a massive amount of land 
So we just bought a picnic blanket and sat outside on the in the grass in the sun, and sure. they brought us beers. It was lovely. Lovely. Incredible. It's delightful. Yeah, there's loads of uh, pubs not... that are doing like takeaway beers as well, like like yeah. in plastic pint glasses. Big old on Friday. Big I went, on Friday, I went on and the, sat on the. On the, the uh... For are we still on Sing for Absolution? No, this is Muscle Museum. Um, Muscle oh, Museum. Right, okay. <laughs> this guitar is called the Bomber. Okay. Imagine guitar na- check. Imagine naming your guitar. Like, imagine naming them all. Like this is the. Bomber. I don't think they're. Qu- I don't think they're necessarily all named by Matt. I think a lot of them are just like what the community refers to them as. My my guitar has that's, got names. That's better. Go on. Jaguar, uh, Les Paul, Les Paul. <laughs> and the <Bass>. acoustic one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My guitars have got names. There we go. Here we go, lads. Oh, they're playing intro. Excellent. I wonder what they'll play yes. after this. Uh, I reckon interlude. Supermassive Black Hole. Yeah, I reckon they'll preview Supermassive Black Hole. Something, something else. They'll close with interlude. Interesting little parallel that one of their, um, uh, one of their sort of like. Uh, essential seminal gigs was on a really wet year of Glastonbury is that exactly the same story uh, for Radiohead 1997 was like one of the wettest God. years and you can see oh, it on the footage just copying just them like... aren't they just fucking copying them it's just <laughs> falling down isn't it and then, yeah. and then the next time they headline in 2010 which I was at it was hotter than the sun yeah, oh god yeah it was hotter than the surface of the sun when I when I went in 2017 um I literally changed my life plan so that I could go and see Radiohead at Glastonbury, but that's a different story. Um, oh, just what? a little note. They have put some screens on. And, on the and show Chris there. is on a riser of some kind. Yeah. He's like stood on a box. Oh. This song is still bad. Great. Lying. Still really, really good. I actually think this is one that, unlike most Muse songs where I say, oh, we've got to see it live, I actually think this is one where I think it is probably better on the record. Oh, interesting. What, in, what, in what sort of way? Why? No, the piano doesn't sound as 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 dramatic. Doesn't sound like it's fucking smashing the face. Needs to be louder in the mix. Stood in the crowd for this song. Yeah, I mean, maybe this is a DVD. I mean, I've seen it live a few times though, and uh, well, then again, the first time I saw Apocalypse Please live was the first time I ever saw anything live because they opened my first ever gig with it. So it was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Um, I remember going to my first gig and hearing the uh, bass drum for the first time and feeling it, and I was like, oh, it's a bit loud. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They do something cool. I don't don't know if you remember, Adam. We'll get to it when we do the harp DVD, but they played this on that gig, and they did something quite quite fun with it. Do you remember? I do not. We'll get to it. They didn't play it on the night that I went, and I have... So my memories are sort of shared between the dvd and the night that i yeah, went. yeah same that's the problem it's kind of because yeah. we got city of delusion instead i think we I think that's what it yeah, was Yeah, maybe i have remember. absolutely downed my energy drink and i am off my tits right wow. now you're gonna I've crash midway through energy. the black holes of revelations episode <laughs> Woo! so yeah the saturday i'm going to victoria feel a bit sick is, it's got the streets Good yeah band. fine i'll see him one of the best sets richard the last ashcroft i'm going to actively avoid I'm going to actively make sure I'm out of earshot of Richard mm. Ashcroft. They've booked mm. Richard Ashcroft. They've got a verve. That's <laughs> that's quite a good joke. That's who they've got instead yep. of the Manics, right? Yep. Richard Ashcroft. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Rag and Bone Man. Ugh. It's actually Rag and Bone Man. That's not, I've not, I, I don't know anything about Rag and Bone Man. Is he something, is he similar to C6 Steve? Rag and Bone Man. No. No, he's the... I'm only human, human after, after all. all. 
Craig David, though, so... Local hero. Local hero. Local Southampton hero. Yeah, in Portsmouth. What day is he playing on? Saturday. Oh, he chills the next day, so that's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his last day of making love before he chills. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is going to be an interesting show. The Fratellis. I'll see that one. I'll see that. I'll see that one song drunk and enjoy it. Yeah, Yeah. I'll enjoy that. That'll be fine. Um, I've seen footage of them playing that live at Reading. It's great. Everyone stood still, like, get to the bit, get to the bit. (laughs) I saw who was it I saw at Reading I saw uh, Kaiser Chiefs at Reading one year who I don't rate at all but at Reading pissed their type of music is actually exactly what a festival crowd would get into like I got into it until they played a song I didn't know then I was probably like oh this song is still going yeah what do you even do in the crowd at this point because I would be really you just you nod can't your head. Dance to it. You just sort you of. You can't say that as a fucking Radiohead fan. Where most songs, you'd stand there and nod. No, you can dance. You can you dance can't to nod radio. to like fifteen so, steps. So, so, so when they play daydreamers, daydreaming, daydreaming. you're going to dance. No, I sort of close my eyes and sway back and forth. Oh, hmm. that sounds. And uh, Radiohead gigs are like surprisingly rough. So usually my feet aren't touching the ground at that point, and I end up like five feet away <laughs> from where I was stood previously. Oh, what are they playing now? What's oh. this? Ruled by secrecy. Ruled by secrecy. What album's this off? Absolution's the last track on Absolution. Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't even remember it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I seem to remember you quite liked it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> I just made a dick. <laughs> what the fuck was I saying? In 2017, Glastonbury, when I went, it was 32 degrees, and that's too hot for a Glastonbury. That is too Me hot. and my girlfriend ended up in the medical tent because of like just the mixture of dust and sun cream getting and in ketamine her eyes. in your body. Yeah, and, oh. and ketamine, yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> but Steve, when we went last in 2019, 19. no, it was, yes, yeah, it was really hot again. Well, hot, it was, wasn't it? It was horrible. Oh, it's it glorious. Such a gamble at a festival because I don't want, like, there's no shade at Glastonbury. Oh, I didn't I complain one but, bit. But if I was so like, happy. Like, I yeah, saw rather it's too hot than raining. If it's raining at a festival, I've I've never been to a festival which sweating. has been. <laughs> I've never been to a festival that has been predominantly raining. I know there's been rainy bits oh. and showers and whatever, but I've never been to a festival where like it's it's for the most part a washout. 2016 and Glastonbury I, was. I just can't imagine. I, I, I just I just want to go home. I think I'd just be like, yeah, I'm not enjoying myself. I felt Do you know a bit what? like that. I, I nearly. I I think I would have done if. The Sunday headliner hadn't been the newly reformed LCD sound system. That was like on not on the main stage. Worth pointing out. Uh, no, it well, was on the other stage. But it, it was just pulling me through the weekend. That like the idea of seeing one of my favourite bands for the who first time. Sunday. Uh, Coldplay. Who, who, who are they against? Oh, the house band. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Was that not Muse? Yeah, it was a shit year for headliners, to be honest. It was, it was Coldplay and Muse. It was Adele, Muse and Coldplay. It was really that shite. That is actually, regardless of opinions, that is, it's surprising they put both Muse and Coldplay because I feel like there's... Crossover. They're not different enough to one another. I don't know what really happened there. It seemed that they all they were all late bookings, especially Coldplay. Um, I mean, aren't Coldplay just like, if they can't fill a stop, they're like, lads... 
come on come on lads come on we need and they're like, yeah. i think they've yeah. headlined four times at this point uh, and they've played the festival five times and they're going and they're going to be doing the the they're headlining the live streamed glastonbury thing this yeah. year as well yeah yeah so essentially got another headline there for all intents and purposes for all intensive purposes no, no. that's almost as bad as how you say probably all the time lucas do i yeah, yeah. Don't probably. make him self-conscious about it. Well, I say probably. Say probably. Yeah. P- specifically, probably. you say probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. Do I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Enjoy that. Um, oh. Right. Well, so this just... wasn't too bad in the... Re- uh, ruled by secrecy. Ruled by secrecy. Oh, we should talk about Muse a bit more because we're, yeah. we are watching one of their DVDs. This oh, is just a to say the, the other washout of the other the... washout was 2007 uh, when... Um, the drainage system failed and tents ended up underwater. You could just see the top of For the all tents. Intense. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like Ted, the farmer, should have been dealing with that. Was that the year where there was like, the, the, the pictures of the... Because pe- <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't sorted out the drainage in the lower field. Yeah, great. That's, good. Right. That's a deep cut. <laughs> That's such a deep cut. Was that the year they had the photos of people like in canoes? Yes, someone had brought a canoe what? and was that like, sounds amazing. Was like going round yeah. the tents. Yeah, yeah. Um, not too bad on the album. Like good, listen good closer. His, listen to his singing. Okay, I'd be uh, half asleep at this point. A real lull life. in the set here. This is where I imagine oh, fine. people I'd... were streaming out of the field. I would be Go for a wanking. Oh. oh. Okay. Wow. Because I'd be like, oh, for oh. me, they're playing Raw by Secrecy. That's not very common. Great, and you'd be wanking. <laughs> so, is this held up as like a, a like a great gig by like Muse fans? Because I did some poking around it's... on the Glastonbury forums, and it's not well regarded. Let's put it that way. Well, that's because people are pretentious about Muse with the snobbishness that we talked about in episode one. Like um, Muse could yeah, do the best yeah. gig ever, but there's a handful of people here now who would never give them. The, cre- the, the, the credit. Yeah, I mean, this is more it. than a handful of people. They've the got to play something really on... energetic now. Yeah, they have they to. Ha- they have They're going to play Feeling Good, I bet. It's got to be. It's the piano section. It's got to be time piano is running section. out. Or nothing, really. I'm excited. It's going to be another slow one. <laughs> That's a little tinkly just, piano. Just tinkling. Just tinkly-winkly. Just like caressing those ivories. Man, I miss uh, fire in the pyramids. They're going to um, play Space Dementia. Field. I think they're about to play Space Dementia. Okay. You miss fire in the pyramid field. What do you mean? All the, know, what like, is it? like when it zooms out, look at all those torches. They're amazing. They don't have those anymore, really. Ah. Is that what those are? Torches? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what flaming they torches and, and campfires and bonfires and stuff. I'll tell you what, they don't got torches anymore. Everyone gets their bloody phones out. No, nope, it's sunburn. Oh, it's sunburn. That's fine. Yeah, there goes the hope for the energetic one, though, I suppose. Also worth bearing in mind, though, this is an edited version, so... That's true. Oh, yeah, t- t- let's, tell let's... us the actual set list, mate. Yeah, I'm going to bring up the set list. Uh, yeah. Newswiki, Pilton, Worthy Farm... Dom's wearing a nice shirt. 2004. Yeah, he is, looks, but with shorts. I think it's weird, though, but he's got shorts, so yeah. it really doesn't go. Yeah, but you wouldn't yeah, but see those. sat behind a drum kit, isn't he? Yeah. He could have just so been wearing pants. Newborn... Like wallet on stage. Right, so... Hysteria, what? newborn, sing for absolution, muscle museum. We got that. We did get that. That's true. We got that. 
What was skipped was Citizen Erased. Not oh. And an instrumental version of another song that they've yet to write. Yeah, fine. Which is nice. So was that at the end of Citizen Erased, like a little riffing? Yeah, it's a little, yeah, like, yeah, a little yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can Apocalypse understand please. why they skipped to Citizen Erased. Because... Apocalypse Please, Rule by Secrecy, Sunburn. So far, only thing that's been skipped to Citizen Erased. Okay. Mm. Is... And I know that the next one is going to be in there as well. They're, they're, they're keeping it. Is this their decision to edit or is it the BBC coverage decision to edit? I don't think it is the BBC coverage, right? Because this is their own DVD. Yeah, but it'll be the same cameras. It's the same feed. Whenever also, anybody releases a glass, the BBC Barista, coverage be the whole show? Because well, that's what I'm saying. What, uh, are they gonna just... Like now, it is, but in 2004, it might not have been. Yeah, um, maybe that version there. He he skipped the little cool bit in Sunburn. Was because he hasn't got his guitar on? Because we know it's a guitar. Oh, that was the debate. Oh, he just did it then. He just did it. In the background. Uh, you guys are talking about different things, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, this is regarded to be a... Uh, but I don't think it's necessarily that it's like... I think it's also it's a very important gig for them because it's the, yeah, their first like, big UK headlining. I think they'd headline like... No, also this summer they headline V, but it's right. after, so it's irrelevant. I suppose that's... Yeah, Glastonbury kind oh, of this do, is do that a lot, don't they? They like lead the way in sort of putting younger and newer artists up to the top of the stage first you know yeah but what we talked about as well with with the v thing is they headlined it but chris had a broken arm and couldn't play oh yes that must have been gutting and morgan had to yes. play the bass and chris was hype man excellent yeah, yeah, yeah. he was their best <laughs> he just he like played a few little tinkly bits on some keys and then threw the hull of balloons out for absolute absolution absolution <laughs> right. Right. absolution incredible um, so okay, I mean, I so yeah, kind of, kind of regarded muse. as a great um, muse gig, like an important muse gig, but it's not mentioned as like an important Glastonbury I mean, gig. Which, which, which you're is... the one who's going to know that because you're the one who you're the one who browses Glastonbury forums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. religiously, and I have you're a big... the one who's got his finger on the pulse of what the Glastonbury. I love, uh, yeah, I just and love also, it. but no, no, no. If... You have a big what? But also, no offense to people like that, but I think the sort of person who browsers of Glastonbury Forum is probably more likely to be statistically one of the sorts of snobs that I was talking about who go <laughs> muse no I think you're talking about music fans <laughs> no, no, in no, general no, no. there aren't a lot of people who are yeah, heavily then, into music of those that sort of people are also who go into on. muse do you know what I mean and, and it's the same kind of they have the same well, apart, kind apart, apart, of... from, apart from people who But then there are, because there's people who are heavily into music, i.e. Muse, who are really into Muse. Right, but I mean like... What's the, it going to be? What's the next the song? The kind of people that go to forums in general and talk about music and, and like use, you know, stuff like that aren't, to, aren't into Muse. They have a similar sort of reputation to Coldplay, whether fairly or unfairly. Yeah. But what I was going to say so is, this is th- th- this being uh, um, the ap- this is the aptly named Glastonbury riff, and this is the... Just to interrupt you, sorry. Sorry, that's good. This is the music on the menu of the DVD... Oh. Who oh, is it? Is that an Ibanez? They loop this. Is that they an, loop this. Is that an Ibanez? No, it's what? Are you talking about Chris's bass? No. Matt's guitar. Matt, that's, that's, that's the DeLorean, mate. Oh, it looks like an Ibanez, but I don't know yeah, anything about the, guitars. The, the Glastonbury riff, and it's like on the DVD, and they played it at Shepherd's Bush, and everyone was like, 
It's like a deep cut for the fans. It's like the Glastonbury riff. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <nerds>. Before <laughs> playing the same song that they're about to play. Which is. Which, which is. And you're probably like. Plugin Baby. Okay. Um, I'm really bad with names of songs, it's, so it's you're going to have to have Butterflies and Hurricanes. Hurricanes. Okay. Best, which is definitely a high energy best. song. You've got to be the best. Uh, you've got to be the best. You've got to save the world. You do. You you have to, and there's absolutely no choice. Uh, what I was going to say is, it's genuinely not a mark against them that it's not regarded as like a legendary, like Glastonbury gig, because they're up against people like fucking David Bowie and the Rolling Stones. Do you know what I mean? Who? Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> Who's David Stone? David Stone. What? You know, uh, talking Stone? of just saying things that rhyme, um, his real name's uh, David Jones. <laughs> his name is David Jones. I and uh, do you remember I told a story about how I broke a kid's arm? Yeah, deliberately because you stamped on it. That kid's name was David Jones. That psychopath. That kid's name was David Jones. So there you go, Davy Jones. His name was David Jones. Davy Jones. Oh, this is this is From the Pirates version of the Caribbean where I lost too. all respect for them and they and realised that they have no artistic integrity it's because it's the popular guitar version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna lose so many listeners. Because of that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. This sounds cool though. But those listeners if are you weak. Disagree with me. <laughs> and can't <laughs> take <laughs> criticism. <laughs> Banger. Yeah, I like also, the distortion. Doing this, on a, doing this bit on a guitar is cool, though. Yeah, that little rundown was cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Andy I think from the, the song office. Does translate well to guitar? I think it's cool. Oh, it translates. It's just um, you don't you don't like their their reasons for it's doing. It's morally it. bankrupt. Yeah, it's it's artistically <laughs> bereft. Yeah, sure. But I don't. I think your take that they did it because it would be an easy, it'd be a better sell as a single is not necessarily the case well they released because it because they as were a doing single. it with guitars live and it's the only version of the single they released but they how do you mean oh I see what you mean the but they've been doing the guitar bit live long before it was a single fine like they'd they were already doing that that's fine and they decided that the version of the song that they wanted people to hear primarily was the piano version and then thought oh what if people don't like that we're doing something interesting and put out the uh, the boring version. But I don't think. But I mean, if that were true, they wouldn't have released "Sing for Absolution" as a single prior to that, which is piano based. It's not that and piano much based. more boring. It's it's not like piano based in the same way that "Butterflies and Hurricanes" is, where it has a whole you know Rachmaninoff inspired breakdown section. He, he still does that. But instead, he pulls some solos out. Look, but in but in, in the single edit, that section. whole bit is edited out. Right, the Rachmaninoff inspired thing. Wouldn't it have been very interesting not to Not on the single that? that you would have on the disc, but I imagine like MTV2 are probably editing yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's not Muse's choice, is it? Yes. You, is it? Sort of the, yeah, the TV. The, cha- like, the, channels, the channels go, we're not playing a song that's six minutes long. Give us a short version. No. No, no, no. Paranoid Android is six minutes long and everyone played it because Radiohead refused to edit it. Bohemian Rhapsody got played we everywhere. Need stop, we, need stop, we need to stop bleeping Radiohead. <laughs> <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody got played everywhere. It's really long. I can't wait to cover Radio. Knights of Sidonia got played in full. I'm going to shit on them so much. <laughs> I'm going to shit on Radiohead so much just as revenge. Because <laughs> even though I like them, fucking pretentious cunts. Knights of Sidonia <laughs> got played in full. This is cool, this bit. Uh, doing his little tinkly piano. Shortened, actually. 
Is this the Rachmachanema? Rachmachanenov. Inspired. Yeah. Bit. It's not a direct bit, as we discussed on that episode. Those who haven't listened, to go back to our part two of Absolution. I mean, don't episode. start this episode. That's insane. If this no, is your first episode, or they, you they... disagree with me, fuck off. No. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that someone might be listening to this episode specifically is what if they were like, they fucking directed this DVD or something. And they're like, oh, I wonder what they thought of my DVD. This is almost certainly just the BBC. Fuck off! (laughs) (laughs) Like, they haven't got the BBC cameras and then their own cameras there as well, have they? This is just like a live broadcast editor I don't know when the BBC started doing this. Because obviously they haven't always done it, have they? Well, Channel 4 were broadcasting it from the early 90s. But were they doing everyone? I guess the headliners. The headliners, yeah. This is a... Little mad breakdown. He's very talented. You know, they're all they're, he is very they're talented. three like wildly talented musicians that 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 you know sometimes the, the, the make music really, that really isn't good to my and, taste. You know, yeah. They get a much more more uh, diplomatic way of putting it, Adam. Yeah. Well, then they're also absolutely shit musicians, and I want them to fuck off then. as well. That's weird. Chris was doing some tapping on a bass. Yeah. Everyone can fuck off, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> Steve? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> okay. Lucas? Yeah. Hello. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, you're singing along. I thought that was your reaction to Adam. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just singing along. I'm getting into it. I'm off my teeth. I do, I do remember being like a 15-year-old and being like, best, I, I do have to be the best. And I it's do also okay to not well. be And my best. time has come, actually. And then you hit into survival many years later and you were like, I'm doubling down on being the best. I don't actually know that I I've got, I'm going to win. I can't I'm tell you a single win. lyric from that song. Yes, you have, because you've talked about it on this podcast. Have I? Oh, this is yeah, the, that's the Olympic one, right? And in this case, in this case, correctly so, yeah. <laughs> disparaged on the lyrics being like, I'm going to win the race. Oh, oh. let's see On if the they guitar. use uh, the uh, the old. Uh, do they have a fourth person here? They or? will. Do they have a fourth? No, Morgan or... has not arrived yet. Okay. No. no, no, no. So press play. Yes. Oh, it doesn't matter. If I was there, I'd be going insane. I it doesn't make a difference. I would not. We care. talked about it. We yeah, talked about yeah. it on, on, on the on the last DVD. Yeah. Just just. Well, yeah, it makes but, no difference to me well, in see, terms of. See, it does make a difference to me because the whole up point of a live show for me is because you're a pretentious cunt. Yeah, no, it's because there, there is that <laughs> tension of like they're doing something live and it could fall apart at any minute. I just do not um, think like that. My brain doesn't go. This could fall apart at any right, minute. How that's do you what know- I like about? live music and that's my so you know that's what i respond to and when you watch a lot when you watch a stand-up comedian you're thinking he could flub his lines well, there, yeah there is actually yeah, a bit that's of why that i love stuart yeah. lee and it's, a, it's the same with well, um, who does this really scripted really in- yeah, intentional because you're never really sure. intentional flubbing his lines like you're never sure which bits are scripted and which bits aren't the whole thing. there's an interesting tension. i really like stuart lee but that whole thing 
is oh yeah, one hundred percent. So clearly an act. Yeah, one hundred annoys me. One hundred. But that is that's the joy of watching anything that's, live, like theatre, isn't it? That someone could fluff their like. I do understand that. To there's be fair, a tension but, in no, the when room. I'm, when but, I'm, if I if I don't see Lion King, I'm not thinking any moment he could fuck up a line. You say I'm that when my no 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 anxiously thinking that. I've got a story about that. So when my brother and his wife to be went to see Lion King last in the theatre stage show, the bit where like Scar falls off at the end. The well, wires spoilers. didn't work, so he went. <laughs> oh no! Or is it? He went long live the king. Whatever, whatever happens, or he's about to push him off. No, it is the bit where he kills Scar, and he didn't fall. Mufasa. So they had, they both looked at each other and went, looked at each other, and then looked at the crowd and the curtains went whoosh, and shut. <laughs> they opened again. They tried doing it again. It didn't work. So it happened again. Then it opened up and they were down just on the stage, and he had to like go ah and pretend to fall down. If they like, were, if he was a good actor. He would have quickly disconnected his wires and just yeah, fallen. What a shit actor. Fall into the hyenas. That's integ- <laughs> that'd be integrity. <laughs> what, I'm, what I mean, Lucas, is I'm not consciously uh, thinking banger, that. What a banger, Bliss is. Yeah, Bliss is is amazing. It's a great song. Incredible song. Yeah. Um. What What I mean is, I'm not consciously thinking like, oh, I wonder if they'll fuck this up. But like, so I I went to see the f- I've, I've been to see the fall a couple of times. Okay, and you genuinely yeah, I mean, get different. the sense that. That anything can happen in that room, and that's an exciting feeling, and it's a feeling I don't get with bands like Muse or Coldplay that are so stage managed and use backing tracks and stuff like that. You don't get the sense that anything could happen. A lot of Radiohead songs mean, genuinely um... just fall apart, and they have to start them again. Kanye West songs, they fall apart. He has to start them again. There's an interesting. When you say fall apart, you mean he has a mental breakdown. Yeah, the you know, there's an interesting tension where you don't know what you're going to see when you go to see a Muse gig. You pretty much know what you're going to see, and that's not. Does interesting that mean, Adam? Um, when Coldplay, I saw them at Glastonbury. I don't remember which year. 2016. Yeah, and like there was a fuck up on stage. That was all planned, pretty much. Because he is like piano was out of tune or or something. Yeah, like Chris that. Martin does he, does he like plan little mistakes into his into his set. Are you, are you talking about twenty? 20- I mean, the I, whole song was different. They had to redo it, like or something. Oh That's right, weird. no, that just sounds like a mistake. Okay. But I'm, what what I mean is like bands who play the same set list every night and have you know a managed stage show are always going to be less interesting to me than a band who are genuinely kind of in the moment of the music. You, you're not sure what's going to happen, you know. To be fair, that's what we got with the last DVD we watched. That It seemed like insane and manic and slightly yeah, out of time. Exactly. And that was, that was cool. To, and, but they also had the also, backing track on that. They had the backing track on Bliss on that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. No. And, and I'm, I'm not, you know, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, not I'm saying it's out. a bad thing. But what I mean is... Shuffle time, baby. Oh, why yeah. not just... Why not just have someone there holding the cords on the synth? Or yeah. well, we, we, don't we did it. this last time, yeah. and in my opinion, like I fine, do that or don't do that. Like it adds nothing to the show either way. It's a man in shadow pressing the key. Well, that's the, or, uh, but, or someone pressed the key at the very start of the song, and it then plays it automatically. But that, that's that's as that's, far as the performance goes, literally not a shred of difference. Right, we've, but d- that's we've done this already for so. you. We have done this. Yeah. But that, that's um, like that's for you. For me, it does make a difference. But why? Like, do you, are you are you watching Morgan intently in the shadows? Maybe during the gig. I haven't been to a you muse gig, you, but I, I you, can't you know, him. when I do go to gigs, I'm not just watching the lead singer. Um, the baseline's good in this. I mean, the baseline. Look at that crowd. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, thing is, we all we all weren't that hot on this song, but that crowd. Yeah, that that is, that's it. Is well, we said we did say it. it. Well, I said it. I'd love it. I'd love to see it live, and I probably have. I? That is um, a Sunday night Glastonbury crowd, isn't it? Yeah. Look at them. 
But this is definitely a good live track. The last yeah, dregs it's a big of pointy- their energy being yeah. used. It's a big pointy, jumpy, jumpy, shouty song. Yes, it is. And it's like, that's good and i'm like i don't i think it's a fairly did i put it as one of my low points in the album i don't remember you, you just, just said you it went, was a bit meh yeah like i'd said like yeah it's fine i love that he does that the little yeah that's cool um see now like, like there's loads strums, of energy strums above the head the fret yeah, cool. yeah. there's loads of energy so, and I, Lucas, I want to be if, at this gig if now. you were going to see manix who have a keyboardist who plays all the string parts as samples you you would just if it was a backing track yeah. you wouldn't care couldn't give a shit. I'm not looking at Glenn. Interesting. I'm not watching, and I pref- and I presume he's he's towards the back and isn't being very performative. No, he's just off at the side, he's just kind of standing he's, there he's, doing he's his thing. He's at the thing. side, but you can see yeah, him. He's, so he's I don't carry the way. So how much has to be scaled back? Well, he's absolutely wasted. <laughs> yeah. How much has to Sorry? be scaled back for you? I don't understand what you mean. So, like, um, the question. What if Matt's guitar parts were pre-recorded? It doesn't make a difference. The song sounds the same. Yeah, but that's Matt's bit. And yeah, no, 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 but that's Matt's bit. Matt is like Matt is a performer in the song. But the rest, but so that's different. So, so is your issue just okay, example, the lighting? First of all, we'll get to, we'll get to this. Hang on, one second, oh, one second. Sorry, we, we just have to watch this. We have to watch this little God. round. He goes perfectly timed. He's still going round. He's basically floating. Oh, he plays the bit as well. <laughs> yeah, and then he just lines up back at his mic. It's just insane. <laughs> Absolutely, he just doesn't no, move when he no gets there. No change in his <laughs> facial expression at all. Oh my! It's, it's he so just, good. He just lands at just. I don't the right think he spot. actually knew he did that. I think <laughs> it happened, and then he just and he let me watch back and went, "When did I get around in a circle?" Um, well, example, Adam. Example, Adam. That has that happens. There's songs now where Matt, instead of playing the guitar, will do his Bono thing. Yeah. And Morgan will play the guitar part, which then means the keyboard part is is backing tracked because the keyboardist is playing the guitar. So is it is it just the lighting for you? And then? I hate it. If if and Morgan was it. really well lit and was performing, would that be okay? Well, it's different, isn't it? Because he's not like, yeah, maybe. It's not just lighting. It's also like the perform. The he's not. He is quite clearly tucked towards the back in in right. Black, so that's what I'm saying. Like so. So if, a, if he wasn't and he was performing, would would that be different? Maybe. So your issue is maybe know. if he had a crazy stage position. <laughs> but like, I don't like that. I don't like that during uprising. Sometimes now he's not doing that. Yeah, and I'm like, fucking pick up oh, wait, the guitar. Wait, it's my favorite. Really, song. really pick up the guitar. It's good. I really enjoyed I uh, that performance of watch him, watch him go. Hopelessly, I love you. And it's, he doesn't play the song you think he's gonna play. Oh, lovely. Look at it's it plug-in baby. He's literally got steam coming out of his mouth. Yeah, mate. So anyway, I like, really enjoyed that performance. This is the time is running the, uh, out. Oh no, it's fine. Nope. This is before no, the earlier curfew, so this would have been probably around midnight. It's also June. It's still cold though at midnight. Yeah, but like, sl- but like, but like, visible breath cold. I mean, it is because we just saw it. I don't know why I'm questioning it. It is. We saw. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't CGI that. <laughs> that bit was a backing track. Like in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. <laughs> so many movies do Good that. Song. Um, yeah, I know, Fight Club the reuses the ones from Titanic because they're made by the same studio. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, 
Time is Running Out was really good live there, and I much prefer yeah, it on the Yeah, it's album. a good live, jumpy, yeah. pointy, shouty song. That was great. I just like, on the record, I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. Like, this is a very, very good... I imagine this is the end of... What are they going to play after this? Well, there's a big... Uh, they're going to end the song with... They're going to end They're going to end the gig with Endlessly. <laughs> there is a big Absolution song that hasn't been played. Yeah. Sing for Absolution. You yeah, you won't, you won't see it. <laughs> Thing for they, absolution. They so, so, really so, weird so Steve, decision. this. So Steve, we'll get. Well, we'll, well, they they do not show on this bit of the DVD the last song of the Glastonbury set. Oh. It's a weird omission. I don't know why it was filmed because you can watch it on YouTube, but they took it off the DVD. But we're gonna see it because it they they show the Elves Court version. What of it. song? So there is a pro shot version of it on YouTube. Yeah, from this gig. So yep. it is their it is Muse's decision to edit it and not. Yeah, like, they've they've know, chosen to end the DVD the on this on what they end it on, Bizarre. and then yeah, I can't remember what they end it on. I can't um, remember the other. And they and the version of that that they do as well, it fucking goes on for like ten minutes after. That's the song very telling, well isn't it, like Steve Riffage? Well, no, because it's not. It's not telling because he loves the song, so it's not like it's a telling because it's a forgettable song. I mean, I, you know, I'd had a couple of drinks in the last it. episode, so I can't remember. I think he called it his president. <laughs> I remember saying that. But I don't remember what I said it about. Probably Plug and Baby. Yeah. Tell you what, the other thing yeah, I, I liked about, about Plug and Baby on Absolution is is wondering, oh, how did they do that? And if the answer is backing track, that's always less interesting, isn't it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I think that Mannix, if they do, they ever play um, quote the quotes from the albums. His voice is very high pitched. You know when Mannix have those um, sound clips. No, on their albums they don't have them live. No. Do you uh, think bands I, that I, do put them live? No, they don't go. Oh, do you think you are? <laughs> do you think you're God or something? Before yeah, they play I was going to say. No. Do you think they should the, get um, someone the, to do that live? Well, album? actually, rather the, than press um, play, that's a backing track. The, well, actually, uh, there you go. Muse do that. Muse do that, and they have a pre-record. But the. The uh, exception to that is um, the Holy Bible 20th anniversary gigs, which is actually maybe something yeah. we should have covered thinking about it. Um, uh, but yeah, they had the sound clips there. The, but we'll then that is, Patreon when we need, that when we is need also Patreon it. Yeah, that is also a like what you could determine as a backing track on the album, isn't it? It's a sample. I know. I'm I'm being a knobhead, but I like the as idea always. that someone does it live because it'd be yeah. rubbish. Yeah, exactly. Also, I'd like to point out, I'm not genuinely like arguing with you. I just think this is an in- it's, it's such an interesting discussion, especially in the age now where we see so many more people who are just using backing tracks um, and pre-recorded stuff, like in, especially in hip hop and pop music. Um, even at the level that I'm at, uh, big finish, big finish for what an outro, for yeah, incredible, what an outro, um, big finish to before the then encore. Even at the level the I'm at, last. I've played shows where no, third to last. where like a band are like. Okay, well, you know, they're using like four layers of backing tracks, and then they're just playing in like a club in Brighton. Don't get me wrong, Adam. Don't get me wrong. Okay, so uh, you know the band um, Public Service Broadcasting. Yeah, uh, I saw them live, and I did spend the entire time going, "Oh, they've done that. That's very clever," because they do it all in like yeah. in the in the. And, and as you know, but that is also that is also their entire thing. Well, as you know, they that's also that, something that they I might as well not try and do stage. live, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's the whole point but, of I mean, me live. Is that I try even and a step further that do stuff 
you know, without backing tracks. Yeah. So what are they like going to on... band. I'm going to put symbols on my knees next time. Do it. Oh my god. So they've gone off and they come back on. Come on stage muse and play another Lucas, song. Lucas. This isn't yeah. the last song on the DVD, is it? Yeah. <laughs> what a disaster. <laughs> Lovely song. Yes. We did it. We covered this extensively. I found respect for this song after hearing you talk about it. Weird to end the DVD with it. So those strings, backing track, yes? Just backing track, aren't they? Okay. But what do you want instead? Well, you want Morgan playing it on a organ. Uh, Morgan playing oh, come keyboard on keyboard would, organ. Be, would be... <laughs> yeah, it's right there. I mean, say organ. <laughs> Morgan on the keyboard. <laughs> Morgan on the keyboard. <laughs> um, that would be... Morgan on the Casio. Yeah, that, would be, um, that would be one step above a backing track for me. Um, the other step up or is... you're saying find a way to do this he- this string heavy song without strings yeah and Matt's not playing guitar right now you can make string sounds on guitar do that interesting a live so, version that... it's before fu- before iPhones a live Everyone's version that doesn't out. just sound like the CD version as well everyone's on their lighters like these days everyone's on their bloody lighters um, these so days so if this is the last one on the DVD that we're going to see what the fuck do they play after this to close Stockholm Syndrome, you pleb. Oh, my God. Why are we not seeing that? That's so upsetting. <laughs> but don't worry, because we're going to end this episode with Stockholm Syndrome. Good. And in my opinion, a better performance of Stockholm Syndrome. Okay, cool. And it is the last song of the Absolution era. Oh. So it's kind of got a nice so little... So Chris is playing something on, on keys. It. Sorry, yeah, Chris is playing the keyboard. Oh, maybe he is then. Maybe he's doing the strings. But then that means that bass is a backing track. He is doing the strings. No, he could just be that doing it with his left hand. Does that annoy you that then the bass is... Boom, he could just be doing it with his left hand. Perhaps, yeah. You can split keyboards probably, into... Probably, Lucas. One sample on the left and another sample well, on the right. Well, probably, I don't know. I'm, I, I, didn't, I don't work probably. for Muse. I'm not probably. Probably. You don't work for Muse? <laughs> he is He is playing the um, the, cool. the strings. You can see him doing the arpeggiated left hand. So when I saw this in Bournemouth, they like turned off all the lights, oh. blackout. Oh, so they, well, every, so they played the whole thing in darkness. Very good. I don't know. I think the lights came up probably at this point. Oh, cool. Probably now the That's lights cool. came up. I imagine. Here's a question for you. I don't when, remember when you're going to see a live show. Do you like something that sounds like the recorded version, or do you like a little spice, or do you like something completely different, or what? No, I like a little touch. I mean, my, I, I mean, like I say, I now listen to Muse songs and I hear the little touches in my head. Mm, yeah, yeah. I hear the little riffs and the little little tweaks and the little bits and bobbinses. And what if they did something like drastically different? Like came out and did an acoustic version of Citizen Erased or something? Well, they did. They they, uh, they did a they did a jazz version of Cave at a gig I went to. Interesting. It's great. Really, it was great. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. But my, it's my... like a vampy. Like instead of being like, remember that. Remember that one goes. No, how's the cave go? Uh, Who knows? No one knows. Well, there's a bit that goes. Come in my yeah, and instead he's going. When I saw Laura Marling at, I want to say something Guildhall. Um, she did a lot of her songs all like electric and and heavier, and um, it's it's really really different. So the songs they even like rewrote the songs a bit. Um, and I quite I enjoyed that because I'd seen it quite a few yeah. times. So uh, d- my yeah. my whole thing is that like. 
if I want to hear the the CD version, I've got the You're CD. Listening. Yeah. I want to hear, you know, a reinterpretation sometimes. Not the first time I see so a band. Would then, I want so, to see it. So this would now dip out. He's balancing his guitar on his head. And then it would dip and then it would and then it'll and then they'll go into Stockholm Syndrome. Instead, it's going to fade to black. And it's going to fade to black and end this portion of the DVD. Bizarre. I guess they don't want to include Stockholm Syndrome on the DVD twice. I don't think anybody would have complained. Because bear in mind, this isn't called... Sorry, uh, guys, it's the, it's the credits. It's the credits. It's the credits. So bear in mind, this isn't called... Glastonbury Live DVD. So it's Tom Kirk did Absolution Tour editing. DVD. Oh. Um, yeah, he faded it out at the end there. Lucas, give us this some. Bit. Give us the very important bit of context that happens like right now. So obviously, this very big gig, and for them, we're just pausing the DVD. There, we'll pause as yeah. it says. We'll pause dedicated. Now. There you go. To... As it says there, dedicated to William Howard. So they come off stage. They're riding high. It's the best night of their lives. They've just headlined Glastonbury. And at one o'clock in the morning, Dom's dad, William, dies of a heart attack backstage at Jesus. the gig. Jesus. That's awful. Thus making it not the best day of their yeah. lives yeah. and putting a massive bummer on yeah, that. Man. That's, that's crazy. I, I honestly don't want to be too flippant or make light of that in, in any way. But what an amazing sort of last thing to see. Well... Yeah, he he was you backstage. Know? He saw his son headline Glastonbury. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, like that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, that's that's uh, always going to be tainted. For and them, so, isn't it? yeah, and so and so, Dom they they cancel a bunch of gigs. Uh, like Dom takes a bit of time away, and there's like a brief bit where he's like, "I might do I do I knock on the head entirely?" Wow, okay. Oh, really? But he's then like, "Well, no. This makes me ha- this makes me happy." It's about a very brief, but apparently he did like briefly because cons- he went home and was like with his family and everything, and he was like, "Do I just let you guys carry on without me?" And and, I'll, and maybe I'll be back. I don't know. But instead, they only ended up cancelling about four gigs, and then he's back on the road with them. Mm. That must have and been very few, difficult. And then a few weeks after that, Chris breaks his arm, mm. and then the Chris arm thing happens, and then he's fucking off. Jeez. He's out, and so it Jeez. wasn't a great summer for them. Yeah, what a cursed um, yeah. tour. I mean, they still talk about you know they, they've talked about it in later years. Like they still are like Glastonbury was a really big deal for us. It was a really amazing gig. But I don't think I don't think it's a situation where they are literally like yeah sure can't they've you know it's it's ruined for them but yeah they'll always think about that that's a bit what are we doing next so track yeah two nine minutes 52 seconds is basically a little short bit it's called the groove in the states Ooh, Uh, baby yeah it appears to be just under 10 minutes long and it is of them playing in the states you actually hear a song that you've not heard before but yolo um, well, Adam's probably heard it, but Steve hasn't. Uh, but it's so I talked about how you only live this what? Point, and they're doing, they're doing, oh, they're doing arenas in the UK, and they've they're finally sort of given permission again to go back to America and tr- and try and break America again. And so this is like the sort of gigs they were doing in America when they're headlining. Glastonbury. Where are they playing here? <laughs> what what city? I don't fucking know. Like a a dive bar, New York City. I mean, I could tell you. I mean, do you want me to? Oh, like, well, yeah. What, I suppose I should have done What specific uh, provinces, towns? Okay, just 
Just keep talk amongst yourself. What is the thing on the DVD actually called uh, so that people can find it? It doesn't say... It's called The Groove in the States. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, and, it is, and it is a mix of the Cincinnati Top Cats mm-hmm. venue, filmed in 2004, and the San Diego Brick by Brick. Okay. So Both are literally sort of clubs. San Diego City. City. Yeah. So the bit we're not including is that also on this DVD is Thoughts of a Dying Atheist at Wembley Arena. Cincinnati. And endlessly City. at Wembley Arena. Cincinnati. Oh, and Fury from Los Angeles. I didn't include cool. that. Let's either. talk about what we're not, not heard that town. <laughs> Steve's not heard that song. Yes, he has. We did cover. We did Fury, yeah. didn't we? Are we ready to press play? Three, two, one, and play. Track two. Top Cat Cincinnati. Top Cat Cincinnati. There you go. It tells us right there what it is. Cincinnati. Uh, Backstage Muse. Is that Tom Kirk? Who's got the camera? Because they're not doing very well. Or that. This is Cinema Verite. That's Dominic Howard. And that's That's Matthew Bellamy. That's not Tom Kirk. Okay. That's not Tom Kirk. Like a stage manager okay. or something. Yeah, it could be someone. He's telling them what it could be. He's talking with an English accent, so it doesn't work at the venue. Well, simply, how do you know? Okay, it might be an Englishman living in America. It could I'm be. I'm sorry. In Cincinnati. City. Cincinnati. Cincinnati City. City of Cincinnati, the city of sin. Oh, look Cincinnati, at this. Cincinnati, the city of Cincinnati. This is, how they, this is how they get onto the gig. Just go through the front door of the club because it's not a proper venue. Oh, my oh, God. It's just like some guys sat there. Yeah. Is it? Like, is it anyone? Like is there a crowd? Cool. <laughs> is there anyone there? There's a crowd. Okay. <laughs> oh God, imagine there was no crowd. <laughs> This, yeah, this, tell you what this reminds me you know when, you know when of the Spinal Tap, tap when they go backstage yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they get lost rock and roll woo <laughs> oh yeah and they get lost oh, I haven't seen Spinal Tap in years We've, it's come up quite a few times oh, on, let's do on, it on we should just do a commentary yeah. episode yeah. of Spinal Tap I will very happily do it, it but has the problem the is I won't want to talk over it because yeah that's true it has the best final line of any movie ever I think which is I don't know what are the hours Oh yeah, because uh, he's talking about like what job he would do if he wasn't in rock and roll, and they like do this whole bit about him. Yeah, shoes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, these guys do not like pump for this gig, do they? They're like, oh, guess I guess we're doing this. It's fine. No one is this... ever actually pumped for a gig. From what they've said, they really enjoyed this because it was like the complete opposite. It was a, a mix things up, right? Like they're doing little club vi- club gigs again. Which is probably a little they, bit nervous. Because they can never go back to that, really. I mean, they can. They could do a club gig tour, but they're going to sell out in seconds. And yeah. they're still one of the biggest bands in the world. And there's it, nothing you can do about that fact. Oh, so in, the, in America, they are genuinely a small band. Are they one of the point. biggest bands in the world? Bands. Like bands. Yeah. Probably. Is this how they're starting mm. it? What other ba- what other bands headline like stadiums Coldplay. for multiple nights? Coldplay, yeah. You too. Oh, that's quite a crowd. 
Like, they're not as big as you two, are they? I said one of them. I didn't say the, so... No, no, I know. You know. I'm just an interesting discussion. No, you fucking twat! We're on a fucking podcast about music discussion. And you like, no, I don't want to fucking discuss music. <laughs> <laughs> this is really... So little. He's so Weird. close to Dom. Well, we know he's very close to him because he's seen him... Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've known each other yeah, yeah. since... Yeah. Yeah. So you've not heard this song, Steve. This is a B-side called The Groove. Oh, I haven't really heard good. this either. It's a really good Groovy B-side. Or like, baby. Uh, not enough to know what it is. One million dollars, baby, yeah. Uh, get <laughs> The Groove, baby. Get in my belly, is. baby, yeah. So this is the kind of uh, size venue that um, we saw the Manics play in that documentary that we watched. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> when they were in America. Oh, yeah. The No Manifesto documentary. America. Actually, it was... even now... Actually, do you know what? The venues the Manics were doing were smaller than this. Yeah. <laughs> even, when, even when Muse now will occasionally like treat the fans and do a little small venue tour, like, well, I've been to them. It's it, The Shepherd's Bush was obviously one of them. And then they did the, the Psycho tour in 2015. 15. What? I saw them Why the is someone Dome. watching it with a balaclava oh, cool. on? And sunglasses. Manics remember the Manics? after them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was at the Brighton Dome, which is like, yeah, it's small compared to the O2 Arena and Wembley Stadium, but it's not tiny. That's the what? It's like it's two and a half, three thousand people. When you include the seats, maybe more? No. How, no, no, no. how many that's, people do you reckon we are saw at this Courtney game? Barnett, didn't we, at, at Brighton Dome? And that yes. seemed like an appropriate sized venue for her. Yes. I saw Ludovico Ionaudi there and fell asleep. I think I've also seen. Did you actually not because it was ba- not because it was boring? Because it was really it was nice, really relaxing, yeah. it was lovely. <laughs> it was just really nice. <laughs> uh, capacity, yeah, uh, eighteen hundred. What about in this people? venue? Oh wow, I well I overestimated. Say that again, uh, sorry, Steve. Uh, the Cincinnati You're very top cats. Am I? Yeah. Capacity, according to MuseWiki, the capacity is um unknown. It's oh, oh unknown. The capacity of this. Let me have a look at it. Let me have a look at it. I reckon it's a. It's very good for you to say I'm quiet one hour fifteen into recording because <laughs> I can't <laughs> change that now. Well, I'm assuming you're looking at a waveform that tells you that you're not quite at your end. It's just quite this yeah. end. Hmm. Indeed. I just realised I was talking fuck? over you a lot, and I think that might be why. But also, it doesn't matter because oh, no. you talk shit. <laughs> Does just talk nothing but dog shit. Uh, it's true. Just some applause. It's weird. The Muse. Great. The Muse. Oh, they go a little bit of Stockholm Syndrome. This says the it's very brick by Brick by Arctic Monkeys. Very good. Twat. Lucas, you, you just respond to anything with swearing recently. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was cool. He was doing a lot of... Uh, Screaming over the top of it. And I like that he's oh, just wearing a t-shirt. He doesn't bother dressing up. That looks much better. I also love that they are not playing in a place where they can have a backdrop. And so it just says brickbybrick.com behind them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a cool little So this is what they would have done like outro. so well, but you didn't see it. Is they end after, after Stockholm Syndrome, they'll do like five and a half minutes of just mess and smashing and, I wish and we'd seen that and noise. Five and a half minutes of mess. Sounds no. like some of the bloody singles off. Uh, so you, so the bloody uh, sounds like bloody uh, sounds like Steve. 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 Sounds like Steve
these like days. Fucking five and a half minutes of mess. Sounds like Steve uh, or something. Yeah. You ask me. <laughs> Steve. Steve, yeah. Always on the bloody Steve these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen to that riff, Adam. That's Psycho. Oh, uh, yeah. That's Psycho. Of course I, I do. I've heard. Well. Oh, is that what it, what's that? I don't fucking know what you know. I don't know what that's, you know. That's the bit where he goes, you fucking suck, hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the song's about uh, the Sarlacc. Yes. From from Star Star. I'm wearing Wars. a Star Wars T-shirt. Adam <laughs> <laughs> found that very funny for what some strange reason. What the fuck are these episodes? <laughs> I'm wearing a Star Wars T-shirt. I'm wearing a T-shirt that has a picture of some oh, flowers. Oh yeah, Adam, on look. I'm wearing a grey T-shirt that has oil stains from a previous takeaway. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing a mic check. I'm wearing a T-shirt with oil stains from a previous takeaway. Takeaway. I'm, I'm opening oh, my no. Viennese Whirls. I'm opening my Viennese Whirls. That's the that's the 007 Manson there for a bit of guitar check. Why is it called the 007? Uh, Good. <laughs> it's seven feet long. My 007 that guitar is seven love feet of, I love long. Love of Viennese. My well. 007 guitar is seven feet long. Love that he takes the guitar with him in case he gets Who? nicked. Matt. No, well, Matt, keep watching, mate. Keep watching. Oh, it's because he's still doing his nonsense. Look. Did he just go, look? So, so sorry, he's stood outside the venue now and he's still playing guitar. Because yeah. they're big enough to have a remote, uh, I'll tell you what though, <laughs> um, pl- plug-in system, but <laughs> but are still playing clubs. I bet that's that... great. And he puts it in the bin. He put it in, he the, put bin. It in the bin. Do they show him the quickly bin. going back to get it? Or no, <laughs> they show this wanker taking it. Having that? Oh, amazing! Someone um, tweeted us to say they were they were here I mean, when you this would, happened, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'd love to know if that's if they, if they actually went up to him after they finished filming and went no, but seriously, um, that's our property, yeah. and if you if you see it, we will sue you to within an inch of your life and um, give it back. This is not like it's one of his like Ibanezes or something that he like happily trashes. It's it's one of his Mansons. Well, does he have that still? That guitar? Oh, uh, sorry, it's the credits. Fury. Tom Kirk. We didn't see Fury, did we? The small print and stock. Oh, these are the credits no, for the entire DVD. The- Oh, okay. right. additional For the cameraman. entire bonus features, I additional think. Additional cameraman, mastered, authored and coloured by Rory Hines at Mind so Post So, the next bit... So, I talked about it on the last episode. The uh, the, the the very end of the Absolution yep. era... Yeah. Let's say, was two nights at the London Elves Court, which was like their biggest arena, you know, self-headlining gig, not like a festival. Self-headlining. That they've done to date. And I mean, you know, self know their own gig, yeah, not yeah. a festival. Yes, sounded like it was like uh, an automated process. <laughs> at Earl's Court. This is my self-headlining uh, band. It... <laughs> Good. They did it at Earl's Court. There was two nights because of because de- of phenomenal public demand. Mm. Precedented demand. And <laughs> due to absolutely precedented, <laughs> we live in demand. precedented times. Uh, and I'm really annoyed I didn't get tickets. Uh, I remember it was an active decision to not get tickets because when they went to sell, I was like, oh, I've just seen them in Bournemouth, though, recently. Oh so, Lenny, I don't need tickets. Oh, so you weren't on the uh, 
I must see them numerous times all the time. Well, I think also I, I was I think also I was like I was like 14 15 14 15. So I was probably also just like the how much was it? These were 25 quid. That 25 quid was probably quite a few quid for me at that point. Well, it was 25 decision there. Fucks, damn it. Yeah. So So I didn't so go. What are we I'm watching now? Hmm. That what? The gig I just mentioned. It's only oh, 10 yeah. minutes long. What about it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's two songs. <laughs> Did you go to it? It's the last two songs. How many yeah, quids was it? You went to this gig. How many quids was it? About 25. <laughs> That's a lot of quids back then. Yeah. Yeah, it's 25, wasn't it? A few quids back then, especially for especially for a young, young boy. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. Move on. Did you ever go to gigs with your parents? No. I, I went oh. to see Steps with my mum. I got I got dropped at gigs. I went to see REM with my with CREM with my whole family. Cool. Nope. Never been and to a uh, gig with the my stereophonics. Mm-hmm. The stereophonics. Yeah. Saw Good them life. with my fam. I've seen stereophonics quite a few times with my mum actually. Uh, my my They're parents shit. aren't the type to go to gigs. <laughs> they would never be going because they want to go themselves. So. Oh, really? They'd be going purely to not big. Music they'd be going fans. purely, but for like a chaperone for me, and I, they just, I, I didn't need one. Not big sort of music fans. Uh, they go and see like Lighthouse Family and <laughs> like Phil Collins right. and um, take that. Oh, my parents are pretty actually fucking cool. Uh, so w- when we could, I would buy them, you know, for Christmas, I would or birthdays, I would buy them tickets for us to go and see things together. So I've taken my mum to see Stereophonics. I've taken my dad to see people like Public Image Limited. You know, the, my father-in-law you know, to be would more likely go to that sort of gig. I mean, he was until bloody this bloody fucking no. bloody coronavirus. Everyone's on their bloody was, coronavirus. Was, was, had, these had tickets days. to go and see Guns and Roses. Throwing up the horns there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 cooler than the actually. Is it cooler than Lighthouse Family? Yes. I'd see Lighthouse yes, Family over yes, Guns yes, and Roses. Yes. yes, yes. I have had hemorrhoids that are cooler than the Lighthouse um, Family. There's no such band as the Lighthouse if Family. If someone so. wants to find. Which bit on the deep? What is it called on the DVD for people to hit play on? This bit. Well, Lighthouse Family. I think it's called. I think it's called the Small Print and Stockholm Syndrome live from. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Easy to find. Well, now I know what's coming. Spoilers. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if if anyone owns this DVD, they know what I'm talking about. It's like the new album by the National. The the most recent album by the National. It's easy. And nobody has bought this. Just because they're going to watch it along with us, so how do you know? Worry. We had that last season. People buying Manix DVDs specifically yep. to watch along with us. It's because Manix fans are Mental. maniacs. Yes, absolutely <laughs> maniacs. Which is weird because that's only one Manics, letter away from yeah. Manix. Manix, and that and that's not that's only a few letters away from Muse. That's true. Yeah, it's got the M, the S. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the E. Yeah. No, there's no E. Muse, there's an E Muse in is an... only... Well, there is an E in Manic Street Preachers, but there's yeah. no I in Team. And there's no U in Manic Street or Preachers. Yeah, that's... Mm, yeah. That's true. Or James Dean Bradfield. Mm. Or so, Sean Moore. There is an mm. I in James Dean Bradfield. And an E. Because of the field. You can make... Three... There's no U. <laughs> in three... Two, two, one, track three. 
And he's playing the fucking the he's destroyer. Saying, Hello, that I there's on the, the Dalek. Last DVD. Yeah, I know we know that's, that's called the Dalek because of something Look, we said earlier the Matt, in the podcast. It's the matte black version of the Dalek of the destroyer. We know that's Look called the it. Dalek, don't we, Adam? Look at it. Look Is at that guitar. He wearing a pinstripe jacket. Yep. Yes, he is. Well, Dom was wearing a pinstripe yep. shirt before, wasn't he? Yeah. The night, the night before, he wore a long red cloak, ah. sort of thing. Oh, oh, Chris is wearing a terrible shirt, and Chris is, and Chris is yeah. dressed like a man going to <laughs> a dinner like party. He's on "Come Dine with Me." <laughs> 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 Look at that. So, Lucas, were uh, um, did you go to this gig? Fuck off. Okay, twenty-five pounds. Um. <laughs> wish i'd been and i've not seen the small print live so double no. bad damn that would have been one for the spreadsheet no did i tell you I would you pay radio? 15 yeah. pounds per year to, to watch it <laughs> nice that's good yes. yeah it's good if someone said to me now you can go and back in time and go to Earl, this earl's court gig and the cost will be 15 pounds a year for the rest of your life i'd pay it no yeah but lucas that's not how that deal works if you remember you would actually you wouldn't go back in time you just now have the memory that you went because it's the memories yeah, for fifteen pounds per year, isn't it? But just the good. Oh dose. yeah, yeah. So so Chris is doing the slaves to the grave. Those lines. That is, yeah, that's interesting. That's different. Yeah. And he's got a lot of yeah, vocal like distortion that. on. It's a bit more than on the record, I believe. I might be wrong. Look how fucking good that guitar is! I want one so much. Really. I'm so not a big cool. fan of that uh, of that shape. So much distortion on his He looks on his, like uh, such... There. Well, I mean, this is the era that we're in, but he looks like such a classic new metal emo kind of guy in that uh, pinstriped jacket. Whoa! <laughs> That's <quite> dramatic. <laughs> Did, didn't you just do something dramatic? Okay, I'm, I'm actually sick of the distortion now. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> yeah. You see how yeah. sick of the distortion. Yeah, but it was great. isn't distorted at all, which is interesting. It's like, it sounds very different. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not distorted. Did you go to this gig? Yeah, what was it like hearing the distortion in person? Yeah. Lucas. Lucas. I've heard distortion in person. Of, of many gigs, of many bands. I've heard but many specifically in this venue at this gig. D- at this exact time, you, wasn't there? Oh, uh, oh! Seems like something you would have liked going, liked to go oh. to. He's doing some tapping. He's doing some cool tapping. I would have thought you would especially love to see the small print live. Oh yeah. I mean, you guys complain about the boring songs, and then they play like a really like energetic, heavy version of a song, and you're just like shrugging. Well, I don't think we like no this song either. <laughs> There's what, no what, You want you. us to be silent and watch it? Do you? <laughs> yes, want to be silent and watch it, apart from to remark with compliments. Okay. Um, this is fine. It's really good. I'm really enjoying it. I yeah. wasn't there. You weren't. Oh, there. I wish I was. I I agree that it's cool that Chris is doing those those bits. That's cool. It sounds it just sounds very different to the record, and um, which is interesting. I just want that guitar. Why? That just looks cool. You don't play the guitar. I know, but it looks cool. I I bought a Thunderbird for the same reason. Which one? Thunderbird 2. He's, uh, he's Thunderbird 2 is a little Thunderbird bit more confident than the last sort of, uh, you know, yeah. the, the Zenith gigs, isn't he? Yeah. A bit more talking. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. That's nice. 
Oh, that's nice. Because this oh, was Christmas okay. Day. So it's, no, it's the twentieth of December. Oh, okay. Stockholm syndrome. Here we go, lads. Oh, it's interesting that Dom introduced it. Lucas, Dom, Dom's probably the most vocal on stage. Those of shots time. of like when it's looking into the crowd. If we paused it, do you reckon we could find you? <laughs> Is he wearing silver shoes? Probably. Good song. Very good song. Stockholm Syndrome. Got the hull of balloons and balloons. a load of black balloons. They've really yeah. upped the balloon budget. Take this yeah. uh, opportunity to remind you of Helsinki Habit. Yeah, bad. Really yeah. <laughs> we, and take all oh, the cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a gig closing type song, isn't it? It's. I yeah, wish they'd sure. do it more. I wish they'd bring it back as a gig closer now. What are do they, they close def- with now? They still Notice play it every. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. On the I mean, Black that's Horse a good closer, isn't it? Nice yeah, we'll like, get to yeah, it on, right, the, right. on the Black Horse Relations episode. It's a very good song, and it's very good to close a gig with. Yeah. I've seen them close with it 16 times. It's not, not great to open with, IMO. Oh, disagree. But just we'll on the heart DVD, just swap those around. Just swap that. them around. We'll yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um... Oh. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, of their career so far. Yeah, good closer. But then I feel like any... We saw, them clo- we saw them close with it. Adam, we saw them close with it on the Black Holes tour, though, because when they did the night where they played all of Black Holes in order... They then did a chronological greatest did, hits. Yeah. They then did, they then did like a... Yeah, they then did a, a like a best of after, and they ended with this. Yeah. Steve's enjoying it. He's drumming along there. Do you know what I like about left-handed drummers? Is that the left hand? You can drum along, and it's it's like a mirror. Good. So if you're looking at them, okay, let's move on, Lucas. Let's just, you, we'll it, just it looks move right. On that, yeah, that's, you know but that would depend if they about. flipped the image on the video or not. Why would they have done so that? That's Lucas? the 007 Manson. So he's what? well. Is this before or after the groove in the state? Matt plays on the left, but if I, you were to flip the, uh, I'm going to flip the image. You'd be playing on the right. I'm going to look huh. Absolution tour DVD. No, that's not what I'm looking. I wanted to look up the 007 Manson, didn't I? Man. I want to see if that if that was actually legitimately taken or if he's um. So I feel like well, any, ooh, uh, unless it's been rebuilt. You think any what? what? Hmm? Oh, sorry. Uh, I feel like any, any up-tempo what? Hmm? Muse song would be a good closer because they add riffs and stuff to the end. Like, the actual closer is all the riffs and yeah. the mess, right? Um, nights, they don't, actually, generally. Well, no, you've got to leave that riff they end. pristine. You've got to leave that. Especially because he does that... Um, he changes the riff slightly, doesn't he, live? Where he moves up the guitar instead of going down to the lower. Does we'll he? get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Oh, cool. Uh, One of Matt, my favourite riffs get the to guitar play on guitar back. Oh, he did get the guitar back. Did he pay the guy for it? He got the guitar back. Uh, Matt's, Matt, uh, Matt, uh, in one later interview, Matt said after throwing the guitar away in the uh, in the bus, he thought about it and regretted it because it was one of his favourite guitars yeah, and no thought he shit. wasn't going to get it back. Oh. <laughs> um, this is no, no, this is not worth talking about. Never mind. Steve, you're on a commentary episode. <laughs> None of this is worth talking about. Let's hear it. Oh, in that case, Adam, as you as you brought your wine glass off off camera onto camera towards you, then because I see you see yeah. loads of balloons floating around in this screen to my right. You I thought, thought you had, had a, a giant balloon floating behind you. Yeah, there you go. Told you it wasn't worth it. 
Yeah, no, you're right. Actually, I shouldn't have been live anymore because it's too heavy. Yeah, exactly. It's too heavy. It's heavy. What? They've obviously Hughes obviously perfected the technology and able to make them lighter. Right, I thought still uses them in the studio. Still uses them in the studio though, so that's nice. This is a good closer. It's a very good closer. All the confetti. Got confetti. I mean, for them at this point, this is a lot. They've got confetti. They've got confetti, and they've got lots of balloons, and that's a lot. Um, just to start this debate again, they've got a piano in the background. Oh, shut up. Oh yeah. Well, they have at this point now met and used Morgan, but he's not joined them as like a full time used him so a full time. Is he on live stage right now? Member. No, he doesn't start doing it until Reading. Oh, and they've got some CO2 cannons. The budget's getting higher, lads. That's good. They can just add a few more things to the stage and they don't have to try anymore. <laughs> oh, imagine if they had dancers. I'm convinced Adam's who, more who, negative this season than mime I was on the Manic a, uh, Mime a trumpet part that's on a backing track. Imagine that. Does that happen? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, Wembley. They had a man on a trumpet. Sure, more. No, no, no. I'm talking about the. I don't know what era it is. I've seen loads of fucking blue. I'm pretty oh, sure they're okay, blue we'll dancers marching we'll out. We'll get to that with their we'll get fucking that. trumpets. I was gonna say, don't diss Dan Dan the trumpet man because he is. He knows what he's doing. Oh, I love Dan Dan the trumpet man and Morgan on the organ. They're doing the Lord's work. What riff was that? And they're doing. And then they're doing like a. a a montage of them smashing? Oh, it's backwards oh. to see that we're backwards. It was like tennis. So it was reversed. It was inverted. So it's not a left-handed drummer. It was inverted drummer. matter. He can't be a left-handed drummer then, because look, it's reversed. <laughs> what? It was inverted matter. So why is the drum kit that gets smashed? Uh, it's more most parts, isn't it? Yeah, you can take it to bits without really damaging he it. He smashes amps because he'll, pl- he'll he'll shove his guitar through the amp a lot of the time. He's such a bad boy. Yeah, such a naughty boy. He's he? the bad boy of rock and roll. Cheers, Cheers guys. <laughs> Chris, Chris, the least chatty on stage. Cheers. You normally get a cheers out of him, and that's about it. He sang. Okay, that doesn't... That's, oh, they're dressed as ghosts. Oh, no, it's just white towels. <laughs> there you go. And that is the end of the Absolution and era. you say I don't wow. bring anything to these episodes. Oh, they're Amazing. Amazing. That's the fake sounding wow I've ever heard wow. in my wow. life. Wow. 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 Oh, wow. Well, that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thoughts? Yeah, yeah. Oh, come on. Oh, uh, oh really? Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't want to ask Adam his thoughts anymore. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, good. Really um, negative. More negative than I ever was last year. Twats. I can't. I can't really help like not liking something. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, some of those tracks were much better live than on the. Some of those tracks are a lot better live uh, than on the record. Some were the same and it shouldn't have been played. But I would have lost my mind to have been there, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed the Glastonbury show. I think that the, the so-called piano section in the middle is a bit of a, a mistake. I, pr- I probably would have spread those out a little bit across the set. 
Um, yeah, he often does like a section mm. of piano instead of like smattering them throughout the gig. Or do I wonder like why that is. Maybe it's easier. I for mean, him obviously, to... we'll get to it with heart. We'll get to it with heart. But you remember there was like the there was the like let's take things down a notch section on harp. I don't remember that at all. Like no. Three tracks that would be sorry. Well, we'll get to it in a few weeks' time when we watch it. With a special guest. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the next commentary episode, we'll have a guest, and it'll be uh, Stephen Fry. Not that one. Um, Not that one, unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. It would have been mad, wouldn't it? (laughs) Should advertise it like that, really. He's a Muse fan. Yes, he is a Muse fan. So there's possible. If we approached him, if we could do that episode featuring Stephen Fry and Stephen Fry. That'd be great. That would be great. Uh, we'll ask him when he's on, but uh, it occurred to me the other day that Stephen Fry was a household name when Stephen Fry was born. And I wonder what possessed his parents to call him <laughs> Stephen Fry. Well, is it, is it, uh, is it, yeah. Is it, is he named after Stephen Fry? I don't know. His sister not? is not called Hugh Laurie. So I, I've no oh. idea. That is weird, isn't it? Uh, look, right. I enjoyed that. I mean, Fry does have Fry does have a habit of going. Yeah. <laughs> that so... is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, I enjoyed that. I don't think I was that negative. I think you've been more negative than anyone's ever been about anything in my life ever. That's simply apart not from true. Every woman, apart from every woman I've ever been with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's look. Uh, you know. Long episode for a commentary, shall we? Let's uh, say goodbye to everybody. Um, bye. Bye. Get us on Twitter oh. at oh. What Is Music Pod, and that's what we are on everything except TikTok. Is that what is music? You can email us whatismusicpod at gmail You don't look at our TikTok. Uh, and uh, that's it. Bye, everybody. Uh, bye. Next week uh, or whenever it is, uh, we don't know. Bye. It'll be uh, Black Holes and Revelations. Bye. Chris. Bye. Buy more.